0: whom much is given, much is required. Part of that requirement is sharing. Culture is the heartbeat within our lives, and it's at the core of so many things. While we live in a time when we are starving for wisdom, I welcome you to your wisdom retreat at Culture Raises Us. So as I said, you have been uh, one of the muses uh, behind this concept when thinking about doing deep dive into culture and cultures and individuals who reflect uh, an impact in many, many different lights. You, you exemplify that. And we're going to talk about some of those things in our little convo that we're also sharing with the world, because that was the other premise of this platform, is that uh, we've had so many amazing, real conversations. Yes. And... We we do ourselves a disservice and anybody that we care about a disservice by not sharing the information, some of those conversations and information. Um, And so I thank you once again. Um, I appreciate you and value you. And I will always sing your praises and give you your flowers. Thank you, Pastor. I feel
1: the same way about you,
0: brother. I love you. So uh, first thing, Matt, when you hear the word culture, what does that mean to you? Man, ironically, I've
1: been thinking a lot about the word culture lately, and what does it even mean anymore? Um, you mm-hmm. know I remember growing up and although we had NWAs, we still had you know more more consciousness in the dysfunction, right? The dysfunction used to be the storytelling of it all, right? the where, what, when, how, you know, uh, people place thing and it's now, you know, people throw this word around like it actually uh, validates their, you know, statement of, you know, what they're talking about. I mean, you look at the Migos, one of the biggest rap groups in history, you know, the whole thing was culture, but I'm like, what culture though? And not in a disrespectful way, but just like, what culture, like, now, you know, I could say yes, from a tempo, feel good, you guys had the party on steroids, but, you know, knock the pussy out life fight night i don't know if that's if that's culture and then you look at you know society now music now it's death destruction and in mayhem like those are the things that yeah are are defining our culture and i don't like that i don't want that i want to <laughs> i want to mean more you know to society than you know a, a beat you know some meaningless lyrics and um yeah just no advancement as far as i'm concerned what what does advancement look like to you what would you want it to be yeah i want more meaningful everything i mean not just musically i want more meaningful relationships i want you know our our supposed leaders um which i call fa- false prophets I would like them to care more about the people that follow them. I would like, you know, this Ponzi scheme movement in the financial literacy space. I wish that they'd actually give information that people can take, use, uh, and and get ahead with. And I mean, there are some, but there's not enough. And I just feel like the balance um, has to come. Like we have to have balance, you can't continue to you know live and dysfunction the way that we do it's so normalized now that it's just not okay, and I see a future with you know uh balance and leaders that are genuine authentic with messaging and meaningful um words and impact and inspire uh, you know relationships bringing back you know the the relationship like opportunities right this I want to be a boss. I'm a boss bitch. I'm going to, you know, all this stuff is like taking the fun out of relationships. It's a competition. You cannot have right. a sincere relationship uh, because of the ongoing competitions and who you think you're supposed to be. Um, yeah. It's just, I see, I see balance in this future, bro. It Has to be.
0: Yeah. No balance. Balance is a, is a beautiful word to identify what what's needed. And I agree. Um, and I look at, you know, things that are happening, and I do think there's hope. Yeah. Right? There's hope, and I think having voices like this or or conversations like this can hopefully inspire others to be a part of recognizing the need for balance. Not to say that we want to take everything away that's here that might be causing us to look at the culture or question the culture the way that we are, as you so eloquently did, but what's on the other side to counter that, right? Right? to bring that balance, which yes. I think is, it, it, you spot on. You're yeah. spot on. Yeah, we have to redefine so I, culture. I,
1: I, I'm, we, we have to redefine yeah. what culture means. We have to put history back in that process. We have to, you know, put knowledge of self yep. back in that process. So there's some steps. We're going to get there.
0: We're going to get there. So I, I'm fortunate to know a ton of, about you, but, but some who might be taking this journey with us today might not. So love a quick, who are you? Where are you from? What's your story? Yeah, Kenny Burns. Uh, kid from Washington, DC.
1: Grew up in a single parent home. Um, had a lot of loves. Was very curious uh, about the streets because my father wasn't in place uh, the way I needed him to be. Got in some trouble early on. Realized that wasn't the life for me. Scarface was a fictional character and I could not you know, participate in that world and it, function the way that it. I was meant to function, uh, came to Atlanta, Georgia, on the request of my cousin brother Leo Williams to experience Freaknik. I saw these black people from all over, just like me. It was an out of body experience of blackness and joy. Um, quickly, you know, moved to Atlanta, became the party king of Atlanta, defined. Uh, for that era, what that was going to be, look, and feel like. Uh, From that, I I had opportunities in music. Um, Claude Austin, Dallas Austin's brother, Dave Gates gave me an opportunity. Same time, Clark Kent, uh, after bringing him to uh, some of my parties, took me on the road, so I'm on the road DJing for Shaq and hosting for Shaq and all these people. Um, And then, you know, Rockefeller Records, uh, I was introduced to Damon J. through Clark Kent end up helping them start their street teams and, you know, help them get going with a new label called Rockefeller Records and, you know, quickly made my way through the industry, making deals based on things I thought I could execute and win from, signing acts like Wale, Akon, the girl group dream, biggest debut for girl groups in the history of girl groups behind the Spice Girls. Um, Simultaneously at Rockefeller had the opportunity, uh, because went back to Rockefeller, worked with Mariah Carey, that didn't work out, went to Rockefeller, And uh, we changed clothes, Jay made a song, we happened to be making some button ups. We figured we were entering our 30s and we wanted hip hop to mature the way that we were maturing, you know, coming into money and and opportunity the way we were. And so, yeah, man, just took the opportunity. Um, Came the first, I'm sorry, second black designers ever in Saks Fifth Avenue behind Willie Wear. Mind you, I forgot what 2020, I forgot what year that was, but that's a hell of a feat because now we see the Virgils and the rules yep. and all you know, all types of people of Absolutely. color have infiltrated. You know those uh, luxury doors, um, and then you know I I, I found that my skill set was putting people, places, and things together, and I learned how to monetize, uh, uh, monetize that through agencies of record. I never really wanted to start an agency, but I had an opportunity to consult for a few and started making a shitload of money and uh, realized that I can be paid for my opinion or my knowledge um, of curating culture as long as I had at that point. And from there, I never looked back. I I got into the spirits business, um, created uh, many a memorable moment through my partnerships. I have become a spirit owner uh, with Uncle Nearest, uh, since that uh, partnership, I now own uh, percentages in L.S. Cream Liqueur, Bayab, Gin, Vucevaca. And uh, yes, yeah, he mentioned my uh, family's legacy through hard work and legacy. dedication. Leg-
0: there. Legacy, legacy. I love it. You know, with all the involvement that you've had, because you, in that brief breakdown, which you were just scraping the surface uh, of all the things, You know, you talked about multiple cultures, which all come together for the culture, what we used to or have been calling the culture to date. So your involvement in music, in fashion, media, entertainment, entrepreneurship, is there one that you feel kind of has led the charge the most in shaping culture today? Right. And I would ask, is, is there a moment that you remember clearly when one of these areas kind of moved culture in a significant way from a society standpoint, you mentioned the button down with the Ryan Kenny joint. I feel like that was one, but I'd love to hear from you. Was there another moment that really just, you were like, Oh, wait a minute. What we're doing is moving the world. Yeah. uh, Music was definitely the thing that, uh,
1: showed us our power and influence. It started out as, you know, an opportunity to display your skills and talent. It went to. Oh no, you can do more than just rap or sing. You could have businesses. You can, you know, be a mentor. You can, you know, mean something to culture because you're moving it with this yeah, well. this sound, this rhythm. You know, if you even compare it to what Afrobeats is doing now for the continent of Africa, you know, you, you look at the spirit world, well, everything yeah. is spirit. You majority of your money is made in the States. Now, the rest of the world knows that they could do it because we started this movement from the united states you know it's giving people hope it's giving people you know that entrepreneurial bug which i think is good and bad sometimes because everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur everybody's not meant to mm-hmm. you know wear the crown and get all the attention and the light uh the one thing i've learned uh on my journey because musically i've seen it go from you know uh our parents era where it was the love, you know, children, the love with the flower child, the love movement. And, you know, you have Marvin Gaye and social and conscious music, and you had, you know, Frankie Beverly and Mays, Happy Feelings, Golden Time of Day, to, you know, simultaneously, I'm listening to Slick Rick and Eric B and Rakim, and I'm, you know, then you usher in the 90s, and you have the biggies, and, you know, it's getting a little more, you know what I mean? Then you get to the drinks. And you find, okay, cool, it's really cool to be vulnerable. The women love it. People really love it. Although they try to hate, they love it. You know, you get the storytelling again. I think, you know, Rick Ross, I don't know why I compare him to Slick Rick, but the way he's able to tell stories through music, it just, is possessive, you know what I mean? But it is saying all that. I've seen music go through so many stages in so many different areas to always come back to the one thing of moving the needle in culture always coming back to, you know, no matter what was called for in that moment in time, hip hop was there, just like Kenny Burns was there. So funny because my uh, friend sent me this thing about Kanye's now net worth, you know, going from a couple billion to 400 million. In that article, they have a picture of me presenting him his college dropout uh, plaque. And no matter what goes on in culture, I'm talking about B when Drake and and Kanye were beefy, the only photo they posted was the one of me, him, and Drake, because they had no picture of them two together for whatever reason, like, wow. Yeah, so (laughs) I've always been at every pivotal moment, you know, from the night Biggie died, my first time rocking the crowd outside of, you know, going on tour with Clark Kent or in the funk clinic in the warehouse. I mean, so many things in history, like I've been there, so. Not only has it shaped the world, it shaped me.
0: Yeah, and and in shaping you, I would say, obviously, you, you are a brand in yourself, right? We talk about that constantly, where you're always asking me questions about things that you're doing, what you're not doing, you're wise. And so you're very cognizant of, to your point, brand KB. Yeah. And so... Within Brand KB, I've been watching and I noticed that you also create a culture of your own. And I, the, the culture that I coined for you is that of evolution. Oh. And what I mean by evolution is I've constantly see you evolve in scenarios, whether we call them pivots, whether we call them acclimating to things and ensuring that you are continuing to move the needle you're you almost take you you almost taking the same principles that you've seen music have on culture and embody that into brand kb Absolutely. right the growth so I I, I I yeah i i definitely coin you as somebody who exemplifies this definition of evolution right. and you know i've said that before right. i just want to i just,
1: just, just, just want to interject right there just for for the necessity of the statement absolutely correct my evolving came through my experience right but the crazy thing is for the first time in my life I'm not with some of the music I'm not you know what I mean you grow up you don't you don't necessarily have to like everything you don't have to but now I'm like no the destruction in it is so serious I gotta pivot myself and to your point the evolution of me has been you know that that journey through music and through culture and, and the influence but now i feel like you know we're end of days almost from life as we as we know yeah. It. so yeah but i just had to inject inject like that cuz that's a serious no, i love yeah, it serious statement
0: no that's a very serious thing and i'm glad you you made that point point. and i want to be very clear that when i say evolution i'm very intentional and in not saying things like reinvention yes. right because I, I can't, I, I really can't stand the term, oh, reinvent yourself or yeah. he reinvented himself. No, faster, faster. a reinvention, a reinvention, listen, listen, a reinvention is constituting that there was something wrong with the original. Yeah. So we got to create something else. Nobody's reinventing the wheel, right? Because the wheel is a pretty damn good thing. Yes. But it evolves in type of tires, rims or what have you. So that's why I'm very intentional with the evolution caption for you. And you've never been put in a box, yet you've affected so many aspects of culture, so many. And th- there's really no reference for what's never been done before, right? And-, and I'm really intrigued on what that seed is that you water to continue to push against what I call normalcy and our, our traditional programming, because we are all programmed, but you continuously push out of those boxes in everything that you do. It's my alignment you know, spiritually with the higher power.
1: I, you know, the yeah. one thing I know about my life because the majority of my life I've been a husband and a father, the the, the idea of being anything less than selfless, I, I don't even, you know, I don't even know how to do. You cool. know what I mean? It's not even like first nature is let me protect and take care of. You know, oh, that's well. a very maternal thing, um, which, you know, our, our women are gifted with, but I, Possess that, you know, and even as I get older, like the the emotional connection. It's not even vulnerable It's just the emotional connection. I have back to the point of music. It's like I, I'm so locked in Like I can't even hear Drake when he's with 21 Savage and I'm not dissing 21 Savage but I can't even hear Drake. Yeah, Drake is number three in my top five of all time I can't even hear him. We've gone on right, it, so yeah. it's like every level you know, I go to and and transcend to because I truly believe like I don't make steps I take leaps and bounds my life has been leaps well
0: said my my life (laughs) has
1: been a series of leaps and bounds right and I just you know I I cannot be still and comfortable with myself if I'm not making a difference you know to the culture I've always had my hand in Bettering things and making sure people had an amazing time or got some information that they didn't have prior to meeting me or coming into my space. But like now I just feel so charged, you know, to continue evolving by sharing everything I know, not necessarily canceling anything. There are some people that need to sit down, shut the fuck up, because it's just yeah. it's bad for yeah. you know our people. It's bad for the ecosystem, the algorithm, the real life algorithm. Um, but it's definitely, you know, mm-hmm. holding people responsible. Can't say things like you're holding a black vote hostage, and a guy like Donald Trump ends up getting elected, and four years later they storm the Capitol. I didn't know that was happening, but I was <laughs> willing to lose a friend, you know, or a comrade, or a colleague mm-hmm. over that because I, I don't feel the sincerity in your statement one and two. You know, we can't do that. So, you know, I'll continue to be mm-hmm. that voice. And I, I'm blessed, man. You know, I don't deal with celebrity. I don't deal with fame. I've never been about that. And you as one of my best friends know that better than anybody. But like, I just, you know, I just, I'm proud of the uh, relationships and more so respect I have from my peers so that when I talk, they listen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and on the other side, I, I'm grateful that, you understand the responsibility of being an example for others to look at, to know that it's possible, right? Because again, we're in a very programmed, traditional normalcy society, right? And we were, we were raised in that. Right. I mean, our parents go to college, get a nine to five job, right? There's these boxes in these programs. You again, being an example outside of that and, and flourishing in the way that you do, and also sharing in the way that you do is inspiring so many others to do the same in their respective lane and gift, right? Yes. Not the same thing as, as what you do, but within their respective worlds, it gets them closer to being, to tapping into their purpose and their gift. Facts. Because unfortunately, so many, so many gifts go unheard, unseen, untouched because we get caught up in our worldly, daily, you know ways. Um, but I think w- you, what you do is you you allow for more of those gifts to be unlocked by being an example, right? And so I always say, you know, personality begins where comparison ends, oh. right? And I've told you before on many occasions how proud I was of you owning this space of lifestyle specialists, right. right? This lifestyle specialist that came on, nobody else was doing this. So w- what seed that you planted for this to even become a reality and build a career around it? Yeah, I mean, you know, God rest the genius
1: love machine, Andre Harrell, um, but he taught yeah. me how lifestyle was about more than just how you showed up physically. And I think that I've not only adapted that, I've clearly coined a title for it that now people call themselves as it's amazing how many people are yep. on the internet and their title is a lifestyle specialist, but I think for me the real joy is that I'm showing people how to live your life if you choose to do so, right? Yep. In a way that not only are you fulfilling your own purpose and dreams and and desires, you're helping other people do the same, starting with my family. There you go. My friends uh, yep. And that's always been my, you know, been my thing. I mean, anybody who's ever been around me growing up, I took with me as I went on, whether it was physically bringing them out, paying them salaries when we started 2620 and, and signed Dream to then going on and, you know, putting them with my relationships as I ascended or, you know, making sure that they had the right contact or knew the right person. Yep. And then as the internet came, I started doing it for whoever needed it. Cause I feel like in life, mm-hmm. you know, so you said something a few minutes ago, um, what, was it, what was the quote you just said? I love that by the way, might want to get that tattooed. What was the quote you just said? Which one? The one you literally About just read. personality? Yes, say that one more time. About pers-
0: yeah, personality begins when compa- where
1: comparison ends. And that is the real gem in what I'm saying as well. Like, people always ask me, why are you telling everybody to manufacture? Why Why are you telling them what, why wouldn't I? They're not gonna do what right. I do the way that I do it. That makes me unique. That separates the comparison, right? And I think that that's the mindset we should have as superheroes and real leaders. Real leaders, real superheroes, mm-hmm. are concerned whether or not you could do something better. Matter of fact, a real superhero, a real leader is going to bring the best and brightest to mm. the table within their organization. Right? It's not. A, it's That's not to right. bring them... bring out the best. Exactly. It's not to bring them in, bastardize them, make them feel less than. Once you've got all this, all of the information and relationships out of them, it's to bring to the table and keep them, because if you have And I always say this, Puff had the best talent roster from an executive standpoint in the history of black enterprise. The best, and not one of them are still there. Now they're all gone on to their destiny and purpose, but what if Puff kept everybody? What if when he was doing you know the Coco Loso and had Rick Ross and Meek Mill and all in doing the whole Soraka. What if he just gave them their own brands? You, you think R- Ross wouldn't have brought? Because Ross a hustler, he gonna break, But you don't think he would have brought in Bel Air and Bumboo and all the things? You don't right. think the right. you don't think the wing stop thing? Imagine and hear me. Mm. Imagine if there was one conglomerate consortium of minds that just got to it, knew to hustle, could put a motherfucker in the spin cycle, make them feel types of ways and get them to spin that brick. Imagine, imagine them in one house. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing, all you're doing, is like back in the day when it was only bad boy, death row, you, you know what I mean? Rockefeller, like there were only certain late cash money. There was only certain people you got. Imagine if it was one house. And you took all that energy mm-hmm. to get the coin. And I mean like, yay got the coin. You took all that energy, you got to $100 billion or whatever, what the first trip, black trip. But do you know what you could do with that type of capital? Do you know what type of opportunities? Not only are you showing the commitment to your people, camaraderie on a whole nother level and plane of thinking, you actually have the capital. That's why I was so kind of disappointed in Ye. Like, hold on, brother. Hold on, don't let the narcissism yeah. take over the genius. You, you there, like you are there, you about to. One more move, they... Ye could have been Elon Musk out this
0: joint. But they won't let him now. Yeah. They won't let right. him now. So, but what about what about the vision you have for the conglomerate? I love that, that point of view. Is it not possible? Is it still, is it not possible? There's too many egos born out
1: of, you know, this narcissistic business world. It, it is not even, you yep. know, it is generationally yep. possible, right, but it's gonna take some generations to get that shit up out your system. Cause it's trauma. I mean, do you, you, yeah. you can't even, you know, denounce the trauma that we've already had as a people. I mean, slavery is in our blood, yeah. it's in our DNA. Like that, you know, feeling less than, feeling marginalized, feeling like, you know, we live in a systemic bubble like shit that shit is real you know and these are things these are non-starters for people that can't deal with those types of pressures in in reality honestly
0: um but yes it no, could No you happen. know James Baldwin Yeah but to your point James Baldwin says it best you know people are trapped in history and history is trapped in them yeah. and that that's a that's a, a major hurdle to the point that you're speaking about but I feel I, I love the idea and I'm optimistic that something like that can happen. And so maybe we should be planting more of those seeds yeah, and having more of those type of conversations to have people think that way. Yeah. No, and I can't wait
1: for your episode to come out so people can hear this, because that right there. That's how we change the narrative. That's the only way we can yep. change the narrative. You're always gonna need banks. You're always gonna need partners. You're always gonna need something from someone. Why not build this super Justice League of fucking executives and, and creative minds? And will- which Kanye was doing, with you know, and that's why like I always I would never get to the point of like cancel uh, tone in in my conversations about yeah. I would always make them about what you cannot do that Ye is doing, right? because you can't go young, creative in any building and say anything anti-Semitic. You can't go into any relationship or meeting not having the footing Kanye has and do the things Kanye does. So, but Mm -hmm. even with Puff, like, you know, without Puff, there would be no lifestyle specials. He, you know, Andre Harrell (laughs) brought champagne to the game. He taught Puff, Puff brought, oh, it ain't just champagne, we can own it. We get, Oh, the clothes the, the, you know what I mean? So, and and obviously, uh, wanna give a shout out to Russell Simmons for part of that. But I think, you know, this lifestyle thing, man, the GOAT was under Harrell, man. It's just so many things I learned from him that, you know, were so pivotal in my growth, you know, and I hope that
0: yeah. some youngins yeah. are looking at me the same way. I love it. They are. So so with that, what, what's your POV on the evolution of lifestyle marketing today and the current climate and its impact on culture? I think all the, the, the water
1: has been muddied by personal relationships um, and the need to feel like you gotta go get somebody just to prove your point or you don't pick the best person for the job because your friend is gonna give you that kickback. I just think that the muddy Mm. water money waters has taken yeah. lifestyle marketing now that we' even proved an roi because before i I love to say that I created you know influencer programs that all spirit companies use i I like to think that my you know um ability to not be a celebrity and have these companies like Amazon hire me to do public policy or you know I have a shoot coming out at 50 with puma um things that are unheard of and you know in our culture, when you're 50 year old, you go sit down, but that's right. the mentality. And I'm not saying I'm experiencing this obviously because I have deals and I'm I'm getting more deals, but I'm redefining as well. I'm not accepting status quo that I'm done when I'm done. And I'll, I'll, I'll I'm done when I'm done and I'll, I'll dress you young niggas and I will fucking show up <laughs> and talk that shit and put people in a trance. Yeah. And you know, so I think, you yeah. know, We, evolution, we have absolutely, we though, as lifestyle marketers, people that can connect, you know, these big companies with an ROI, not even just say people, we can connect them with an ROI, we can really move the needle. We have to stop muddying the Mm -hmm. waters with personal agendas, you know, we have to get to the best people for the job, we have to put the best minds in the building. The reason I've been doing business with Charlie Hamlet for so long, who's at Pepsi now, you know, we started at Great Goose, but he's in the building and he gets culture, real culture. I'm not talking about culture, you know, the way people bastardize the name. I'm talking about culture. Black people having the opportunity to provide in a way that has never been done before. Black people connecting with brands that show their genius and creativity like never done before. People in the building like that, understanding the necessity of that, can take like that's why yay, back to yeah. You're in the building, bro. You mm-hmm. were in the building, but you took the nigga shit to the next level. <laughs> and you not even a street yeah. guy, and you yeah, you in and, and and this is where frustrated nerds have not only taken over the world, but they're now the cool guys they're now the guys because they understand all the movies that they watch with the flying cars and the electric cars and Elon Musk all the you know uh we could dress ourselves you know dress ourselves we can you know but I'm going to take this woman and I'm going to make her too like you know yeah I'm giving you examples of people all the you know Steve
0: let's say I want some context give, give them him context on this frustrated yes yeah, yeah. and I'll
1: use the best example Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs created his own world that you had to participate in. He changed life as we know it. You've seen the movies about Apple, you've read the books, you've read the articles. His whole passion came from a lack of appreciation as a child and not getting no pussy in high school and not being the man, if you look at Facebook, If you look at his story, Zuckerberg wasn't getting no pussy. He didn't he wasn't cool. He didn't have that shit on. He's like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm gonna create my own world. And you're gonna have to live in it. You're gonna have to live in it. And the scariest piece of that, back to Apple, you can't do nothing without Apple. You can't do nothing without Meta. Not in a lifestyle marketing way. Or from a lifestyle market perspective, right. or a creative perspective, or a artistry perspective. So, you know, that that's that building I'm talking about, Puff could have had. That's that building I'm talking about Ye could have had. You know, we don't have that. Not one black mo- like Robert Smith, all the brilliant motherfuckers who made that back. We don't still have that though. We got some individuals that got yeah. some some paper, but we don't have that that structure. Mm-hmm. We don't have no meta. We don't have no Tesla and that's a problem, right? That's a problem for the way we show up in the future and how we exist in the
0: future. And that's, that's the thing is, is how are we using these moments and this information as tools for our next step holistically? Right? So it is, is that what success looks like for you then for us to have those things or is it, is it even quantifiable? Is it a feeling, What what is success? Success for me, honestly, is the people that look to me,
1: that I love, that I spend my time and pour into, that they are good humans and continue to do that to others. That is my goal in life Now, not, I don't have a financial yeah. goal. Uh, do I see a hundred right. million dollars in the investments and things that I'm doing? Absolutely, but all of my partnerships, all of the money that's circulating in my ecosystem has to go to that building. And it might not be, yeah. it might not be me that's creating it. I mean, Fawn Weaver, who's my partner in Uncle Nears, and very great friend and family member now. She's building, she's building a building. I don't know how far mm-hmm. that building's gonna go, but she very well could build that building. You, you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I think that we we mm-hmm. as a culture. And, I, and, and I'm gonna fuck everybody up right now. For those who see my pictures and judge me because I'm immaculately dressed all the time, and I put that effort into making people around me fucking <laughs> sharing my light, which people can't stand, which is totally the most selfish thing I could possibly do. But for the people that need to hear this, it ain't even me that's gonna create it. I know my limitations. I'm talking about from a creative yeah. standpoint, I know what I'm willing to do. There's just certain things I'm not willing to do. But there are people out here, ladies and gentlemen, that are willing to go that extra mile. If they are a good human, I'm championing their movement. I'm investing in their movement. I'll leave what I'm doing to go be a part of that movement because I understand the value of generational wealth. Now, I never knew the value, I never knew why you should have property. And I never knew why you should have life insurance. I never knew, I never knew. And if our generation is first to really getting the 360 concept of an ecosystem, right. of a place where we need to be and show up, I mean, geez, first generation, everything, as far as I'm concerned.
0: No, that you're, you're, you're spot on and I think There's uh, this notion of humility in that that you're speaking to and not from a standpoint of not thinking less of yourself, but it's about thinking of yourself less. Exactly. Right. And thinking of the bigger, which is what we're talking about here and why that's so necessary to get out of the me and get into the we, because there's a collective opportunity um, that we all need to galvanize on for the betterment of all. Right. So it's it's not just a us Um, This is the betterment of all. I think we've all been mediocre at best to date. Mediocre. We have an opportunity to all be great with this type of approach um, and mindset. So I'm with you a a thousand uh, percent on that. And, you know, a a critical piece of our foundation is obviously the spiritual piece. And, and And we always talk about how good God has been. And uh, you also know that only God can map out your journey. I mean, all of our journeys yeah. for sure, but but yours in particular. I mean, that's that's only yeah. he, only God. A- have you ever had a moment though when you questioned His plan for you and the direction He took you in? You know, I've never questioned
1: my journey. I've never, you know, I my son most recently had brain surgery, um, and you know. I never even questioned what, what that was about. I, I truly yep. locked into he needed this to be the best version of himself. And that's just how I look at life. You know, I can't get yeah. stuck into why, you know, I wanted my father, right? Yeah, so I wanted, you know, parents. I wanted the fucking normal childhood. I didn't want to fucking sell drugs. I didn't, there's all types of shit I didn't want to do. Felt like I had to do because of what I saw and, you know, thought I needed to emulate, I do not want to do that shit. You know? And I think that people get so caught up in the thing. And that's why social media is so good and bad, right? They can inspire you, and dad, it yeah. can inspire you, but it's also to tear your soul up, and this is what we're fighting for now. Yep. Right now, we're not fighting for nothing yep. out, Nothing else but spirituality and your, and your own sanity and your soul. Because it, the demands real on our children I mean, you got 20 year olds getting butt lifts. In. Like your baby, you ain't even had no baby. And you know when you you have a baby, your, your thing right. drop a little bit and could drop in the right way. You don't have to do. I just, I'm just <laughs> saying like, they don't even know. They just see everybody else doing it.
0: Doing it, so they run to it. You know
1: what I mean? She's- and so I think for me, no, I've never questioned it. I've always been, honestly, in those moments, like in the most, you know, Uncomfortable times in my life, I've been present, which a lot of people aren't. My motherfuckers get uncomfortable and they mm-hmm. fall back and look to everybody else but they motherfucking selves to get through it. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing about me: like I know God because I know myself. I believe in myself. Mm. I don't. I, I know that the powers that I have, the abilities I have to move people—that's not. That's not regular. That's not like everybody doesn't get that. Has not gotten that. Thing. And I know I'm, and, and I know it's bigger than me. I might not, you know, get down with the church and some of their beliefs and the way that money has become a factor. But I know that higher power, that man, that woman, that being has has put me
0: in position to live my life right.
1: for a living. I live my life for a Same. living.
0: You 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 absolutely do, and it's. Yes, it is favor of the, the gifts that he's giving you, um, because again, we are not that smart or that good. Facts. Um, Even we, though motherfuckers think turn. they are, you're not. There's some favor. There's
1: some favor in there, okay. A lot. Unless of favor. you're aligning a whole lot. Unless of favor. you're aligning with the devil, and we have a lot of that right. culture vulture shit going on from our own. From our own, and ladies and gentlemen, that is not the success. I don't want you aligning with the devil or devilish ways because you think that's going to get you. That shit is fleeting. That shit won't. That shit won't contain your
0: soul. That motherfucker will blow up in a million pieces. Yeah. So back on the family piece a little bit. You know how how do you find balance in being a leader? in the work life but also at the home piece. Yeah, I mean, well, my
1: home is my sanctuary. Yeah. I I I built this home literally with my wife and children, and it's the place where I recharge. It is the place where I go home and I rub the walls. I walk in my grass barefoot. I, I put love land on the back in the backyard. So I'm always reminded of where my center is, where my heart belongs, where my commitment is. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have commitment to anything, you don't have commitment to yourself. You cannot possibly expect to benefit in this world not committing. You got to commit. You have to stick and stay. You cannot continuously go out here and be frivolous in the world of Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what this shit is out here now. Yeah. This shit is literally end of day. At life as we know it Not the end of the world End of days End of the world as we know it Listen to that But this is where You know this is where I think people really lose The importance Of having a sanctuary Having a place Where you could be whole And not have the pressures of the world And have reminders And so that's what home is to me man You know and it's so crazy because, like, I used to travel all the time. Yeah. We came up with that four day rule, and the four day rule was like, be gone the first day, back on the fourth, cool. So we did that for about, but now it's like, I don't really want to go nowhere without my Is wife, it? to be honest. Like, it gets to the point where, like, okay, I need that energy. Is it? So when I'm not home, she's home, and we're in Italy, we're in Japan, we're in Australia. Like, that's, that's my next phase. You know, I can give back from anywhere with technology. I can do business from anywhere with technology. My new thing is to take that energy out here
0: into the world
1: with me as I continue to I evolve. love
0: it, I love it. It sounds like your why, and you know, there was a, a wise young lady that once told me, when you remember your why, you never lose your way. And it sounds like you're very yeah. locked in, yes, let that sink in. You're very locked in yeah. to your why. And is there like an intentional choice you make to ensure that you don't deviate? <laughs> From your why. Yeah, yeah. I get the fuck
1: out the way. Yeah, I don't mm. let I don't let bullshit get near my tennis shoes. Mm. I just can't, you know, I just I'm at that point in my life. I just I don't want no smoke. And any smoke that I start, any fire that I start, I'm a man and I'm gonna stand in it until it's out. But at the same time, if I can keep myself out the way, I'm gonna do that. Look, I used to be you. You remember this? I used to be in places like I don't feel right. Let's go. Yep. An hour later, the shit was shot up. You know, like or such and such about to let, let's get out of here. Yeah. Hours later, new owner. New, I mean, I've always got the fuck out the way. I'm talking. About, I'm talking to y'all out there d- debating whether if y'all want to keep dealing with somebody that's not good for your spirit, mm-hmm. uh, relationship or business. You. You motherfuckers out there, you know what I'm saying, thinking that you gotta do something that infringes on your integrity. I'm telling you motherfuckers, walk the uh, fuck away from listen, that, okay? you do
0: that at every level of your life. I will never forget yeah. making dinner one night. Um, you came over to the house, and I was cooking up a mean, because you know I get down in the kitchen, a mean chicken, hey, th- hey chicken thigh with mustard sauce situation. And you were watching over my shoulder the entire time, just enamored about everything. When you saw the sour cream hit the pan and the sauce, you said, "Up, oh, you know what? I'm gone. I'm done. I can't have that." I said, "What's the problem?" You just left. You just lost me. You just lost me. You put the sour cream in it. I said, "Okay, so what's the issue? You don't even taste it." No, I can't do that, and I can't No, this. This was the best line ever. I can't unsee that. Yes. <laughs> yeah i can't unsee that so and i use that as an example to show and i guess it 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 is this very intentional approach to everything that you take it down to even that level right yeah i that that level is super (laughs) ghetto
1: right but (laughs) part of part of my journey nonetheless right but to that point we do have to fortify who we are before we can be a part of anybody else's movement. Agree. That's business or relationship. And I feel like because I'm who I am, because I would never do certain things, if the is uncomfortable to me, I'm getting the fuck out the yeah. way. And it saves me from going to jail. It saves it? me from you know, putting myself in positions where I gotta feel a certain way every day I go into the establishment. Who wants to go into an establishment every day where somebody doesn't understand you? And Who wants to go on an establish, establishment every day where somebody could care less of your value? And they could care less how valuable you are. You're in this position as long as you stay there, shut the fuck up. You, but you got more to offer in life, don't you? You have more to say in life. You have more to contribute in life. And that's when you, that when that is tested. You got to get the fuck out of the well, way.
0: Well, let me, so let me, um, let's, uh, let's have a conversation about that because, you know, it's so funny. I was uh, at a church service um, some weeks ago and the pastor mentioned, um, you know, God puts many of us in situations and environments to be a change agent, right? So these, these environments may be toxic and toxic can be a number of different things, but he puts you in there not to become the environment, but to actually change the environment. So, do do you agree at least in those instances where, yeah, you're not valued, you're looked upon in a, in a scrutiny level that's not fair and all that? Is there an element of okay, but sometimes we might be put there for a reason to help change the culture? Yeah, but the example, but the example is just like I said. I'll use Chancy Hamilton
1: again. You got to know how to get the system <laughs> too. You know what I mean? And I feel like for Black folks. Um, uh, you know, we think this kickback system is the way we think, oh, we gonna do that. No, there are plenty of ways to get some money. If you if you are in a place and you're dealing with something that's not positively affecting your soul, what's the only real right. thing you can do in that instance? Is get some money out mm-hmm. there. So you gotta figure out how to create whatever company, and this, that, and the third, have the the company pay, your company that pays your other company, that, they do it all the time, ladies and gentlemen. They do it all the time. But I am saying the ones who are inside the building that understand culture, they're the most valued. I, I don't even, I have nothing to say on somebody that's not good for culture because mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Good for culture is what are you giving back? How are you putting things in perspective? Yeah. When you put somebody on, what's the objective of this relationship and how is it gonna flourish so the next person has hope and has the identity or now blueprint rather that they could come do the same you're not doing that you just exist and it's fine some people are here to push people pay- mm-hmm. yep and it's fine and it's fine but see the problem that the internet has brought upon us the problem of all these false prophets actually monetizing by lying you know what i mean selling you a dream make you think you're gonna make a million dollars you know what I mean? I've seen some crazy shit the last six months. I'm just like, I, I am blown away. But that is the wrinkle in the human algorithm. That's not real life, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody can't do that. And the more of y'all who try to do something outside of your wheelhouse, and I'm not talking about don't try nothing and don't and stay doing it, but your wheelhouse. Your wheelhouse is currently the director at Sam's Club. But your wheelhouse doesn't have to stay the director of Sam's Club. Right. What you can't go be, and I'm not saying you can't. I don't want to muddy that. But some leaders are meant to lead, but we can't have leaders without. Help me out with that, Pastor Asher. Give me, button that statement up because there's something there, but I I can't button it up. But there's something there. Okay. We'll we'll work through that. We'll, we'll, We'll work through. We'll work through that um no no that means you did not understand what i was saying either i want you to <laughs> end it though like in that statement because
0: too many chiefs none of indians um too many cooks in the kitchen has always been used too many cooks in the ki- too many cooks in the kitchen. you feel me I, you, that's where i was yeah going. okay so so here's uh, i make a, an analogy or a comparison to leaders building leaders as opposed to leaders building followers out of fear Because what you find a lot are uh, a lot of scenarios where leaders are trying to institute fear into their team or the people in which they work with due to their own insecurities and the things that they're trying to hide and feeling insecure. Potentially, will I lose my position or my things to this individual? And you, you spoke about this earlier, about how you have no problem of sharing your gifts, your resources, your tools. It's all about a share, share, share. A number of people will look at that and say, well, I'm not gonna do that because then if I give other people the same tools, that means they might get more than me or be better than me. Right. A, a real leader should want and, and and desire for someone to be better than me. I get no, I get so much joy from seeing individuals that worked with or for me that have now springboarded into positions and opportunities that way exceed "quote unquote" what I'm doing or what I've done, that's the real win. So I, I think what you were, I'm hoping what you're trying to say is probably leaders building leaders as opposed to leaders building followers out of fear. Yeah, I, that does a very
1: elegant way to say it, and I'm also saying too, it's too many motherfucker uh, cooks in the kitchen. There you go. So, it's
0: too many. <laughs> It's not enough. Cheese. It's too many cheats. and
1: not enough. You're, not.
0: You're so focused. Your eyes are screaming. I love that. So with that, why don't you leave three seeds that you want to leave with the stewards of culture moving forward? What would the three key seeds that you'd want to leave that they would water to, to be, again, the best stewards of culture? Uh Number one, let truth be your mantra
1: truth whatever your truth is whatever you believe your truth whatever your truth is never waver on your truth uh and water the motherfucker out there yeah i love that um sorry for cursing but that shit was necessary we uh, so number two. You
0: continue to it's all right <laughs>
1: number two and i say this a lot but it's so true never let your Expectations yeah. Exceed your, your efforts You always say that Water water that seed Because Your expectations will Leave you hanging Without the effort Ladies and gentlemen I cannot stress enough Um. So number one truth Number two Never let your expectations Exceed your effort And then You know Partnership Is the most valuable commodity uh i think we have in business partnership um and you have to be open to receive ladies and gentlemen you cannot continue to be out here think you're gonna do something by yourself you can't think that as you grow more people are going to be necessary to help that growth partnership is key to success so living your truth Never let your expectations exceed
0: your effort and value your partnerships. I love you, bro. Those were. Love you back. Spot on. I thank you for allowing us to share uh, a conversation that we have all the time. But I feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice and many a disservice by not letting others have access to it. And and this is, exemplifies exactly that so I want to thank you for being open to having these real the transparent Lord. conversations with the goal of helping how are we helping, yes. how are we informing how are we inspiring and how are we motivating um, and you my friend have been a reflection of that, I love you for who you are and for what you represent and I'm very grateful and I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being all.
1: Absolutely, brother. And I'm so proud of you. The world now gets to see uh, why we call you Pastor Asta, why you have been the glue in our crew um, from day one. And um, it's necessary, man. We need more thought leaders, thoughtful leaders uh, that are sharing these messages because we are responsible for the algorithm. And hopefully what you're doing will be. Uh, a platform for that to not only exist, but thrive. So I'm proud of you. I love you. And uh, thank you for having me, bro. My pleasure, bro.
0: My pleasure. We truly appreciate your support because it helps us fulfill our mission of promoting cultural awareness and personal development. Please click the subscribe button below to help ensure and solidify our mission.